No matter what language you want to say it in, just proclaim that Jesus is Lord and that you love him. <laughs> That's always a good way to start your day. I'm Quincy. This is Q in the Morning here on Victory 91.5. So glad that you've had the opportunity to come alongside and worship together with me. That was another great anointed worship set ending there with Ricardo Sanchez and Teamo. Before that was Chris Renzema and Matt Kearney. Setting the stage for another beautiful day. It is a Thursday. We're so glad that we have the freedom to proclaim Jesus over these airways, to be able to say that we love you, Lord. Te amo con todo mi corazón is a wonderful thing. Again, no matter what language you do it in, just tell them you love them today. I want to take you into James 4, 8. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. So he is as near to you as you want him to be. He's not going to force it on you. You have no idea how much he loves you. Flaws and all. <laughs> Don't let your loyalty be divided between God and the world. The world doesn't love you. The Father knows the most about you, and yet he loves you with all of his being. God is love. And because of Jesus, we love him back. It's acceptable because he sees Jesus. He took all that made us unworthy and obliterated that. We take on Christ, as the scripture says, because of what he did. And we love him so, so much. But that doesn't even come close to how much he loves us. So draw near to him. And he will draw near to you. He watches over his word to perform it. Father, we thank you for giving us access because of your son to be near to you. Your presence is what we seek after every day. We pursue your heart, Father. No matter what this world has to offer, no matter what the enemy tries to use to distract and divide, and the attempts to devour, we can confidently say that the devil is a liar in Jesus' name. We have no loyalty to this world, and this world has no hold on us in Jesus' name. God is so good, and we are so thankful and just grateful for your goodness, God. We love you, Lord. We lift up your name, Yahweh. Your name is above every name. We have so many ways that we can praise you. It's never going to be enough in ourselves, but because of Jesus, our praises are a delight to you, Father. There's nothing we can do in ourselves to earn anything. And though, and though we know that you know us better than 
anything or anyone in this world. You still love us. You still choose us. We are in awe of that, Father. And we love you for it. We declare joy over this day. We proclaim your peace in Jesus' name. And we love you, God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Dupree with Everlasting Love here on your Victory 91.5 on your Thursday morning. Thanks for coming alongside, and we are grateful for every opportunity to worship the Father together with you. So now it's time for me to ask you what you're looking at, what you uh, focusing on in your social media scrolls that circle matters, your circle matters in real life and almost more importantly online. We spend more time there in real life, it seems like, these days. So that's why a couple times during our time together each morning, I get to ask you, what you looking at? Now, Maggie Cavanaugh of Moving Forward Ministries in Tennessee posted a reminder to watch not only what we're looking at, but also what we're thinking and saying. And she said, what you dwell on creates neural pathways in your brain. She gets transparent about how she was negative in her thinking and speech before Christ, and follows with some advice about Proverbs 23, 7 that says, what a person thinks, so they are. Now, make sure you aren't dwelling on the negative around you. You can change the way you think and speak. You can replace the lies with the truth. Now, that's God's word and what he says about you. It can take time, but you can't give up. You can't give in to the weight of wrong thinking. Focus on the good things. That will become your destiny. Choose life over death. Choose faith over fear. And choose hope over despair. Before long, your life will line up with what you are thinking and saying over your circumstances, and your choices will reflect that. Let's break it down real simple. After all that I just said, <laughs> just speak Jesus over all of it. How about that? That's simple. That's right to the point. Let's speak Jesus over all of it. Yeah, what he's done. That's live from Passion 2022. What has he done for you today? I mean, he got us up this morning. That's a miracle in and of itself, being able to take another breath. But you know, one of the biggest miracles is he can take our carnal heart and make it a new one. That's Ezekiel 36, 26 through 27. It says, I will give you a new heart and I'll put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments and do them. All of this comes as we get into the secret place. We get into the, his presence. And you know, that will always bear fruit. If you're looking for a way to impact the world around you, let the Father have your heart. He'll give you a new one. He'll line up your desires with his and then, hey, 
That whole give you the desires of his heart thing, or your heart. <laughs> See how I missed it up there? Because your heart should be his heart. So then your desires should be his desires. Intimacy with the Father will always make us new. It will change our nature. So that's what he's done. Because of Jesus, he's given us a new heart as we believe and accept, receive him. Nothing less but Jesus and his righteousness replaces all the old stuff. Your nature is changed. Your heart is made new. And it's new every day because of intimacy with him. Get into his presence. Get into that secret place. Take a moment and just say, Father, what are you doing today that I can be a part of? And see what he does. You Community-supported and listener-funded Victory 91.5. That was Stillman with Home, and before that you had Darren McLean with Back to the Beginning on your Sound of Revival. So glad that you've come alongside here on your Thursday morning. I'm about to take you over the edge here on Q in the Morning. Now, sometimes this segment, it's it's a, got a story that you know, just makes you kind of scratch your head, like, how did they have time to do that? One of those world record type things, or maybe it's something outside the mainstream. Well, this one is an encouraging story and outside the mainstream a little bit, and it's from my home state. Uh, Montgomery County, Kentucky is where this story takes place, and high school senior Jacob Bradley, he holds a letter of intent ceremony. Now, normally that's not a big story. We hear about all these athletes signing their letter of intent on where they're going to go to college and play for the one year of its basketball and go on to make their millions and all of that stuff. Well, this kid, he just set a brand new precedent that I think is awesome, and I hope it takes hold in the rest of the country. He held a signing ceremony to sign up to go and work for his local plumbing company and take an apprenticeship. Now, this is according to WDKY that it was Montgomery County High School senior Jacob Bradley signing a letter of intent to join Fast Flow Plumbing after his graduation this month. He'll join the company as an apprentice and work under a master plumber for two years before earning his journeyman's license. Now, at his ceremony, which took place a little bit earlier uh, last month before graduation, it was the first non-athletic signing event for that high school. And the counselor there, Lacey Gross, told another local station, WKYT, he said, this is something that we have done several times for our athletes who are attending college upon graduation, but it's something new here at our school, and I hope it will continue. Now, Bradley's mother said she couldn't be more proud of her ambitious son. So, congratulations, Jacob, for signing your letter of intent to go into the workforce and learn how to be a plumber. We need more folks that are willing to do all the jobs that are needed in this country, and we need to celebrate those things. I'm all—I'm a sports fan. Don't get me wrong. I love 
hearing where the kids are going to go to place and in school and get their dreams and all of that stuff. But we need more celebrations like this one of a kid saying, hey, this is what I'm going to do with my life and let's celebrate it. Uh, ironically, the featured video at the end of the article was a highlight from a football game. So there's the <laughs> over the edge part of the story for you today. Jesus in Me by Caleb Carroll. A good reminder today that, yes, you are taking Jesus with you as a believer. No matter where you're going, no matter what you're doing, Jesus is in you. And how are you showing that? How How is that coming across to people? You know, in John 13, verse 33, it says, Dear children, I will be with you only a little longer. And as I told the Jewish leaders, you will search for me, but you can't come where I'm going. And of course, later he says, not yet. But in verse 34, he says, so now I'm giving you a new commandment. Love each other. Just as I have loved you, you should love each other. Verse 35, this is where it all is right here. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. Now, first of all, this isn't a new commandment anymore. Let's quit treating it like one. Love one another. Reflect Jesus who reflects the Father. We can also go to 1 John 3.18 where it says, Let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. And another translation puts uh, that verse like this. Beloved children, our love can't be an abstract theory we only talk about, but a way of life demonstrated through our loving deeds. And then in verse 19, we know that the truth lives within us because we demonstrate love in action, which will reassure our hearts in his presence. So loving like Jesus comes back into play when you're in his presence because you've just obeyed. You've done what he asked you in that old, new commandment. <laughs> it's not new anymore. Love like Jesus. My head is in heaven. My head is in heaven. Yeah, I don't know if I've said this before, but I really like that song. <laughs> so it bears repeating again. That's Ryan Ellis, and the song is called Heaven. You ever thought about this? Like, you know, the enemy uses a lot of different things to try to really distract us and we're always bragging about our multitasking, right? <laughs> and this song is talking about doing two things at the same time, but it's a good thing because our head is in heaven. Our mind is on things above. That path for us to walk, that journey that he has us on is so much better and easier while there's still our troubles. But if our heaven, or if our head is in heaven, it's, there's the peace that's there. There's the joy that's there. We're here in this, you know, solid ground on the earth, yes. But it gives a whole new meaning of having our head in the clouds, doesn't it? I love how he puts that. I don't mind confessing that my head is in heaven. It allows us to remember the blessings. It allows us to realize he's not holding back his love from us. We get to be thankful in each moment 
for all that he's done for us if our head is in heaven. Keep your mind on things above. Fix your eyes on Jesus today. Victory 91.5. Elevation Worship with Overcome here on the Sound of Revival, making our way through our Thursday morning together. Looking forward to all that the Lord is going to do. We're going to be praying again at the top of the hour. Make sure you're hanging around for that. Got your quote of the day for you. Oswald Chambers, in Upmost for His Highest, said, Faith never knows where it is being led, but it loves and knows the one who is leading. That is a powerful statement because a lot of times we like to back up our faith with, hey, God, show us. <laughs> I mean, I've done it even in the move to come here and everything else. I, I Every prayer was like, okay, Lord, if this is what you want, you got to show me this. You got to show me that. I love in the story about Abraham where God said, hey, you're going to go that direction. And I'm going to tell you as you go. And Abraham gathered up everything and went. Do we have that kind of faith today? You can let it grow. That mustard seed faith, that's the whole point. That little seed, yeah, it talks about the size. I get that. But it also shows that it's a seed that it's going to grow, that he's going to give you the water, the soil, all the tools you need to grow in your faith. He gives us reason after reason. Don't forget to take that influence, that, that inventory of influence of your life where God has been faithful. Your faith is a reaction to his faithfulness. So, quote of the day, faith never knows where it's being led, but it loves and knows the one who is leading. Those seasons, they have to go by for us to grow. And uh, we've been planted as a seed. I love how he said the soil of Bethlehem. Because we're, we're grounded in Jesus. And that project from Benjamin Hastings right there, the song was called Seasons, but the project is called From Seed to Sequoia. So yeah, we, we grow into a big, strong tree, but it takes time. It takes the right soil, the right elements, and all of that comes back to being in his presence. Amen. Thanks for coming alongside us here on Victory 91.5. Always so glad to worship the Father with you. Hey, what you looking at this morning? I know the inevitable social media scrolling and who you're following, who you're around, so very important. Make sure it's encouraging, make sure it's challenging. Well, I've been spending some time scrolling through Mark Hankins' ministry on social media lately, and another gem from Pastor Hankins goes like this, your faith has to be big enough to move your mouth <laughs> before it can move your mountain. If you can't speak it, you're not believing it. You're not letting that seed grow. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 13 says, But we continue to preach because we have the same kind of faith the psalmist had when he said, I believe in God, so I spoke. <laughs> if you can't speak it, it can't be. So, is your faith big enough to move your mouth today? Then, get that answered. Then we can move that mountain, all right? <laughs> you climb in the treasure. Yeah, he's all around us. 
before us, behind us, beside us, even in the trenches. God is there. That's Torn Wells on your Victory 91.5. I'm Quincy. This is Q in the Morning. And that song said, Faithful from the Beginning. And it is written that we win in the end. He fights right alongside us. And I wanted to share Psalm 61 with you. It's a song of David. I can only imagine actually hearing this tune and hearing this song and praised there during David's time. But he said, oh God, listen to my cry. Hear my prayer. From the ends of the earth, I cry to you for help when my heart is overwhelmed. Lead me to the towering rock of safety for you are my safe refuge, a fortress where my enemies cannot reach me. Let me live forever in your sanctuary, safe beneath the shelter of your wings. A little further down in the chapter, David ends the song with, I will sing praises to your name forever as I fulfill my vows each day. Forever we will praise him. Because not only is he in the trenches fighting with us, he's also the refuge that we can run to. We can get behind the towering rock of safety. Because of Jesus, that's with us all the time. There's no checklists. There's no sacrifices to make. Jesus already paid it all for you to walk in the peace and strength and joy of knowing that you're covered, that you're protected, that he's got you. Mm. Walk in that today. Walk in the confidence to be able to say the devil's a liar in Jesus' name. That his arrows, his fiery darts have no chance of getting to you. Because our God is in the trenches with us for all time, for eternity, in Jesus' name. Moving on with Matt Kearney here on Q in the Morning on your Victory 91.5. I'm Quincy, and it is about time for me to be moving on. <laughs> it has been a wonderful morning with you, and I'm so glad that I get the opportunity to do this every day. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, and then on Saturdays here a little bit longer, 6 to 12 with Q in the morning. So grateful for the opportunities. Wanted to go back into Matthew 20 with you. If you're thinking you're something without Jesus, just remember what Jesus told the disciples after one of their mamas said, hey, can there be a special place for my two boys <laughs> by your throne in heaven? Uh, verse 25, Jesus called them together and said, you know that the rulers in this world lorded over their people. And officials flaunt their authority over those under them. But you, it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first among you must become your slave. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. Even Jesus didn't elevate himself above anybody always pointed back to the Father and came not to be served, but to serve. Now, in 1 Timothy 2.5, reminds us that Jesus was the one to reconcile us to God. Amen. And he gave his life to purchase freedom for everyone. 
This is the message God gave to the world at just the right time. So we get to take the love that has been poured into us because of what Jesus did on the cross. We get to take that and pour it out on others as servants because we're actually king's kids. We, we're king's family. We're going to live forever in that kingdom, and we want as many to join us as we can. That's the mission. That's the gospel.